he's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. It's the one year anniversary. We've been doing this for one whole year, fellas. One whole year. One week, at a, one week at a time, though. Not like for the full straight year. We haven't just yeah. been here. No. no. Yeah. No. Okay. That's the DJ, the man, the brains behind the tomfoolery. What the, the brains fuck? behind my underwear. And oh. the man below me is... Below you. Below me. Below me. <laughs> hey, Wood. The, the Bukaki bandit himself. <laughs> Bobby Jackfish. Hey, Wood, you blow me. You know him, 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 We got a female in the room, fellas. Not, well, yeah. I mean, Frank, you're the one that went there. Yeah, you're the one that said blow me, Bukaki yep. Bandit. Yeah. Oh, geez. Jeez. Jeez. We've gone way off the rails That's early he, on this one. He, he introduced you as the Bukaki Bandit. <laughs> he went right there. By the way, new ring gimmick right listen, there. Listen, Frank's a wild card. He's a wild card. We've known that. Yeah. It's part of why I don't actually like him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Who we got as a guest? Who's the one-year uh, anniversary guest? We got one-year. <laughs> we do. We have two. We have two. We have co-guests. Um, yeah. So Jamie Stanley was on our show. Uh, how long ago was this? Uh, about a month. Was it no, man. It was before we opened. It, so it was yeah. probably April. Yeah, with Kakoa wow. talking about. Uh, the House of Champions, which was a wrestling academy that was going to be opening in, in Orlando, Florida. Um, Jamie and I met actually through, it was, yeah, you know, it was kind of a Christian meeting. It was, uh, we used to call it Coffee for Jesus <laughs> or Coffee with Jesus. Okay. That's actually where we first met um, and then uh, had them on the show. And then uh, they opened their school, which was awesome. And I have had the pleasure of, making it into the academy more than once. And that's where I met his lovely wife, Renee, who is with him tonight. And that is our co-guest. Say hello, Renee. Thank you guys for having me. Hello. hello. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's our pleasure. I was We're here happy. in spirit for the first one. I was sitting okay. yeah. right there was, off camera to him what okay. to say. Yeah, she was feeding me all the links and the social media handles and all the... Yeah. Tony, man, she's the brains behind it. Yeah, my wife does the same thing sometimes uh, in our office here. Um, a lot of times I need to be directed. Exactly. <laughs> not not as often on this show, but other things for sure. Right. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, because this show has no direction, so it's no, no. It's not really needed here. <laughs> we get it off the rails as soon <laughs> as we can. So then you, we just we want to make sure that anybody who listens or watches, like that, they have low expectations. Yeah, because we're not going to live up to them regardless. So <laughs> just yep. if they start low and then stay low, we're all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Under promise. All right. <laughs> So House of Champions has now been uh, up and running how long? Four months. We're in four month four. Yeah. Months. Crazy. Four months. That is crazy. Yeah. And and I, I mean, I'll no, go ahead, Jamie. I was, ahead, I was just going to say it, it. It feels like four months and four days and four years and four decades all at the same four minutes. You know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah. 
it's it's just flown by, but it seems like we've been doing it forever now, and it's 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 been a fun ride. Cool, that's awesome. I mean, did you, so? Uh, I don't know, and this could be for either of you, but uh, biggest uh, surprise out of the whole thing, like any what what's the one thing? And this could you could each take a, a um, take this question. Uh, the one thing that you didn't expect that has come to be that you're like, wow, that's, I didn't see that coming, but that's awesome. Yeah. I'll go ahead and defer to my better half. Oh, okay. I would say the first thing that came to mind was our soft opening, which really Mm -hmm. it was just our opening. We were planning to do a grand opening after, but the soft opening was so great that I don't, I didn't want to risk not topping it. Um, So many people showed up and came out in support. I think we had, we had 110 people that signed up for our early VIP list that we were pushing in the beginning. And I remember saying, if we got 30, and they were all wrestlers, we're like, if if we get 30 of them, we'll feel good. You know, knowing that our conversion rate, we had no idea what it would be, to be honest. We knew it wouldn't be like crazy high, but um, we ended up having 56 out of 110 show up to the soft opening over the course of three days was just incredible. Um, And then out of the first, out of those 56 that showed up, we left our soft opening weekend with 14 members, which was just like unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we had a goal of 10. Yeah. So we, we surpassed that. That was, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was kind of, kind of go down along the same lines, obviously in the soft opening, um, all the wrestlers that were able to come out, but also the family and friends and people just supporting, but also just all throughout the process and the four months that we've been open, just the amount of just positivity and people wanting to help and people having ideas and, you know, advocating like I could do this, I could do that. And it is not in like a selfish way. It's in a, like, I love what you guys are doing. I want to help. You know, I mean, especially with you, Bobby, yeah. you've been so great with, you know, coming in, either sitting in on class or, you know, advocating for like teaching or seminars or DDP yoga or these different, all these crazy Metcons that you're trying to get me to do. I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, uh, like people like, like we've got a, a lot of uh, people on the roster that are wanting to come in and help and just like even run our, our, our guys through drills and, and train them and work on things and. Just the out, outpouring of love and support um, through the wrestling community, through the local community, through family and friends. Like, we've been extremely blessed by that. And I didn't necessarily see that coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, for me, honestly, it's easy because the first day I came in and then every day I've come in um, since, the vibe doesn't change it's the same and, it, and it's such a positive vibe that like i don't ever want it to change therefore like anything you know i i just i like being there man i mean that's what it comes down to and and that you can't say for every place especially not every wrestling school no definitely not definitely not and we want it to be a place where people want to come and they feel like they're invited and you know doors are open and they just feel like they're welcomed into a family atmosphere so that's that's awesome that you enjoy coming and we, we love you being there so anytime obviously you're welcome um and uh, yeah, you want people to feel that love we asked yeah. um we asked the first timers after their first class all the time what um what'd you take away like what'd you like about today and mm-hmm. i'd say 90 percent of the time it's like 
there's just the vibe in here. Like, it's just yeah. cool. Like, it's fun. Like, it's there's no yeah. pressure. A lot of them come in really nervous, you yeah. know, but like the family, sure. the, the family atmosphere and the support. And we had this vision of creating a culture, but you never really know what it's going to end up like until yeah. you launch it. Um, and it's just been exactly the way we hoped it would be. Uh, very That's positive, beautiful. uplifting, exactly what you said. So I also am glad to hear you say that. Yeah. And even yeah. more so, like with, with the members, it's like they all hang out with each other. It really feels like a family. Like after training, we have to literally kick them out because they'd just be in there hanging out, you know, the hours <laughs> yeah. cool. we're talking. And, you know, we have people, we had the members over for Fourth of July, Memorial Day. And, you know, we went to SmackDown when uh, when they were in town and we're going to Volcano Bay in a few weeks. And it's like, very cool. we don't only just come and train together, but like we do life together. And a, yeah. a lot of the first timers, especially people that come from other schools, talk about how like the the fun there is kind of forced. And like it, mm. you're, you're told, well, this this should be fun. But like here, here it feels authentic. And then they, they mm. really feel like like it's a team. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's awesome. Boys, what do you think? I think it sounds awesome. Sounds great. One of one. One of one. One of one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I do. I really think that you guys, uh, you are very unique in a lot of ways. One of which we just touched upon about the culture and whatnot that you've created. But also, and I think we we discussed it a little bit before um, when you guys were on. But what else I see different is... um, just paying attention to the detail of uh, recovery. And now I've <laughs> indulged twice now there on the cold plunge and I've um, done it before, but um, it, uh, Frank Dennis, uh, cold plungers ever? No. Okay. Dennis? Get you in there. Or, I mean, Frank? You, you, you call, you call me Frank. Yeah. Uh, well, or Pop Tart. Or Pop Tart. Before you guys came on, we were deciding nicknames for Frank, and Pop Tart is what we came up with. I like it. And I, and I hate Pop Tarts. Yeah, that's why it's your nickname. You hate, hate Pop Tarts. Yeah. Well, you can't like your nickname. So. Yeah. That's well, like, you like it. Food. Yeah. First of all, how yeah. dare you hate Pop Tarts? <laughs> how dare you? Is that Kakoa's favorite? Yes, he won't shut really? up about Pop Tarts. Yeah. So, has he seen the legendary like protein Pop Tarts? They're called Legendary is the name of the company. Oh, oh no. no, I don't. I don't oh, be into that. Yeah. He wants the real deal. You know, white, oh, really? white flour, full of sugar, yeah. full of calories. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So he actually he makes cookies that are kind of modeled after the crumble cookie like recipe and like oh, they're basically like mini cakes basically and and he makes them like that and one of his famous one is the wild berry pop tart cookie Ooh. so that is it's it's like you named him you branded right. him cake cookies yep cake cookies <laughs> i like it i like it's it i listen i'm not turning down a cookie i'm telling you i like cookies but uh so back to business here the the um focus on the recovery and i think that you've had a lot of even just mainstream people realizing uh, in this day and age um, how important the recovery is and whether it be an ice bath or like cryo chambers, like, I don't know how long they've been around, but there was definitely a time not too long ago where like nobody would ever do such a thing. That was, you know, crazy. Where now I just think people are a little bit more informed and um, they're getting after it. And you guys, I, you're the only wrestling school that I know of that has, cold plunge 
Yeah, and I mean, a couple years ago, I would have been like, you're crazy. I'm never jumping into one of those things. Um, but it's it's crazy how like there's all these different technologies and pills and all these things you can take, but like the, the remedy just jumping jump into a big <laughs> thing of cold water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And we actually just did it. We, so we, we started a podcast recently um, this past week. Yeah, we haven't launched it yet. We haven't launched Spoiler. it yet. Spoiler. But, but you come and we, we put a bunch of episodes in the can and one of them was not your I, can, Frank. They, not they're your, not in your can. Not, so yeah. Keep your fingers out of your butt. Now you pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did one on the, on like the benefits of the cold plunge and the recovery of that, and you know why people advocate for that and why we decided to put it in our school and things like that. Um, and yeah, it's just it's crazy how much it's kind of changed our lives. Obviously you know, yeah. the euphoric feeling and the bumps and bruises and things like that. But also, yeah. like, as you know, Bobby, like just doing something that is hard and like people don't yeah. want to do. And like you, there's never a time where it's easy where I'm like, yeah, I want right. to go up in this water right now. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that Renee and I have to definitely like talk ourselves up and be, okay, you can do mm-hmm. this. You can do this. You can do mm-hmm. this every single time. It never gets easier. It never ceases right. to amaze me. My to-do list, how quickly it will grow as I step up to that tub. Like, oh, I go like, you know, scrub the toilet right now. Yeah, in my car real quick. Instead of jumping to the yeah. tub. Um, but I mean, yeah. I don't wrestle. I don't think we've said that yet. I, I don't wrestle. Uh, but I love the cold plunge. Um, yeah. It has changed my life as well. Just uh, yeah. working totally two full-time agree. jobs, mom, you know, wife, all the things and managing everything. Mm-hmm. My stress level is it's hard to maintain sometimes. Um, yeah. and it's really, really helped me just provide more mental clarity and focus yeah. and just trying to start my day off with that thing. Yeah. It definitely makes it better. Yeah. The benefits of the cold plunge go well beyond pro wrestling. Absolutely. Um, Joe Rogan, uh, has said, uh, God going way back. Um, but recently I heard him say something about, yeah, he does it because there was somebody on his show who was saying, oh, it was uh, Eddie Bravo. And Eddie Bravo was saying like, yeah, you're not, you know, he, he doesn't really do them. And um, he said, Joe, you can't actually like them. And he was like, I, I, what I love about it is that I do something difficult first. That's the start of my day. Yep. And that's, I think what, what it is like, like you, you said, Renee is um, it's not easy and it never really gets much easier, but you still do it. And it, it changes your day. Your day is going to be different after that five minutes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And yeah. it's kind of the, the eat the frog mentality. Like if, if you did one of the hardest things in the beginning of the day, then you just started, you won the morning and you can do more hard things throughout the day. So it is a mindset right. thing. Definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. And then you guys also have a sauna there. So you, you get the contrast. Um, I mean, again, I just I think it's a game changer. I think that it's uh, and it, let's say that even your trainees don't utilize these things as often. They still are being introduced to the importance mm-hmm. of it. And that's going to give them longer careers. That's going to give them, this is uh, one of the things that I, an idea that I came to you guys with um, was doing a, a DDP yoga session for your students because 
of just the um, one, the generosity of the man is ridiculous. I mean, Dallas is, is truly, I don't want to be, you know, overly dramatic, but he's like, I mean, he lives like Jesus. He's, it's crazy how, how generous the man is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do truly believe in the fact that DDP yoga will add years to your career. It'll add um, quality of life to you just getting older, which we are all doing. So um, yeah, I mean, I think your uh, focus on on recovery is uh, is one of one. Yeah, and obviously, you know, the the body isn't made to do all the stupid things that us pro wrestlers do. So mm-hmm. the more that we can mitigate all those effects, you know, the the better. And like you said, the different modalities, whether it's a cold plunge or the infrared sauna or you know the the Theragun or the Normatec boots or the electronic stem or just making sure that we do everything properly with good form and warming up properly and stretching mm-hmm. down properly and the DDP yoga. Like we want it to be all encompassing because we want to not only prolong our careers, but like when I'm 45, 50, I, I still want to be able to, you know, get down on the floor with my, my grandkids and play and not yeah. about my knees and get you better to have a grandkid at 45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it can said, happen. Hey, well, it it's good. Good. I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I but. know a guy that's. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's a granddad this year. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I do. Of course, I know how old he is. He's my age. Yeah. He's there you go. Six. Gonna be forty-seven. <laughs> um, you guys don't know him. Two hundred. Yeah, know him. He sounds like yeah. he sounds like a great guy, though. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I think. I don't know. We don't talk much anymore. <laughs> great friend. Great friend. Great man. Uh, hey, things happen. Things happen. All right. So um, one of the other things. So catch this segue, Frank. Catch this segue. One of the other things that I think is totally unique about the House of Champions is the fact that Renee was a marketing major um yes well kind of do you want me to take okay. it Bobby? you can take it yes yes <laughs> bring it on, this bring leads it, bring to it. the fact that at house um, of champions they help with your there's a whole you know section on marketing and specifically like the one day i was there it was all social media stuff and i'm like man i think i need to stop working out and sit down pay and attention pay yeah. attention yeah yeah i forgot you were there for our marketing session um mm-hmm. Yes. So you were close. I went, my degree, my bachelor's degree is in music business. So it is a business degree. Um, I had a big old dream of moving to Nashville and being a big old uh, record executive one day Uh, at a label. Nashville is supposed to be a great place to live. Well, we lived there for eight years. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was where we lived before we moved down here to chase the wrestling dream. Um, and I did work in the industry for six years doing a lot. We'll just say that. Yeah. Um, that, that business, by the way, is a shrinking industry. So you might have made a good choice. In some as well, and I was in the songwriting aspect too. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that one there, that's a whole nother podcast. They <laughs> going on there. Um, but decided to leave that industry and for lack of a better reason, try to go make some money uh, and took yeah. my marketing degree, which really what it is, a music business degree is essentially if you a marketing degree, it's a few credits shy um, and took it more corporate. So 
I ended up um, working at a at a small job in between, but I've I've been at a corporate CPG company for the last five years, uh, working working marketing for them, and I still currently do that. Actually, that is oh, my full time job. Um, wow. so, so you're burning both ends of the candle too. Oh yeah, that's an understatement. You got a little more wrestler in you than you think you do. <laughs> She's a hustler. Um, All right, there's a dirty joke there, guys. I, <laughs> nope. A, nope. Yeah. Okay. So if you come in by, I'm, that's usually what I'm doing in the office at, at dirty the, jokes. Gym. No, yes. not <laughs> that's what Sorry. makes the hog different. Her dirty joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. I think you're a lucky guy. Dirty jokes, <laughs> I love dirty uh, jokes. All right. <laughs> yeah. So have system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think, um, like I said before, Renee, that that truly is um, even I'd say probably more than than the recovery and stuff. The the element that it makes your makes House of Champions very much like a one of one, because especially I think also with the kids coming up today, this younger generation is very you know sort of familiar with social media um, more so than you know my generation. I fought in the Civil War, so. Twice. Twice. Right. I right. I was in yes. for which side? Um, <laughs> Both. Actually. Both. Yeah. I was a traitor. Yeah. Did the heel turn? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. I started baby face and then went here. Yeah. 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 Um <laughs> but uh yeah, and that was I think the the little bit that I caught that time, um you we're going over some of the social media stuff. And I think that like that's stuff that these kids, I, I keep calling them kids, but um, they're going to gravitate towards because they already know like a good, like they already have a good foundation of it. So if you can show them how to like perfect this and let's face it, I mean, that's where the industry's going. That's where everything's going. That's where entertainment is going to live. So um, yeah, I mean, it's just another reason to, to go to house of champions in my opinion. Yeah, it's a huge it's a huge pillar of what we offer. I mean, it is one of one of the main things. And we we have um, on Thursdays, as you know, is our special class day. It's half in ring, yeah. half out. And one of those Thursdays, the fourth Thursday of every month, is marketing class. Um, mm -hmm. So that's coming up this week. Yep, mm -hmm. this week. Uh, and so the first one you saw was social media, where we went mm -hmm. through. All of the platforms. I mean, I went through LinkedIn and told them how they should use it as a wrestler. I went through mm -hmm. Pinterest, you know, ones you wouldn't expect. And I'm not saying to spend mm -hmm. a large majority of your time there, but sure. knowing about it and how to use it to your advantage, um, mm -hmm. I think it's beneficial to them. And then we did a deep dive that day into Instagram specifically, since mm -hmm. that is, you know, the hot one. I'm guessing TikTok. Uh, will be next where I should where I should do a deep dive, but yeah, helping yeah. them, helping them understand how to use it, um, how to leverage it. But I took it back last month a little bit further, and we we discussed branding um, in depth a little bit more because I told them I can tell you all day how to run Instagram and mm -hmm. I can tell you how to create content, but you're gonna come to me and say one day, Renee, how do I? What should I post? And I'm going to say, who are you? And if you can't answer that, I can't tell you what to post. Mm. We've, stepped, yeah. we've, stepped, we've stepped back a lot. And now we're working on the branding aspect. And it's interesting in wrestling because, I mean, essentially, 
your character is your brand and your brand is you and your mm. you are your personal brand. It all kind of it's all like this. Whereas a lot of times yeah. like other people get separated, but it's not yeah. so in, in this industry. So we went through what is branding? Um, how, how is it different from marketing? Because it is different. Uh, and what what sets the foundation for, for really your character? Um, there's six questions that actually this this month we'll have them answer the questions. But we introed the questions last month uh, that I'd like them to mm -hmm. answer. Um, and one of them, just an example, you know, is like, what's the emotion you want to evoke? Like when people see your name, how do you want people to feel? And right. I want them to get it down to the one emotion. Like, yeah, of course, you, right. there's probably a few, but like, what's the main one? Yeah. And then we always we always break down, you know, big wrestlers, successful wrestlers as well. And it's crazy how quickly they can answer those. You know, we right. threw Charlotte Flair up there. Oh, they, oh yeah, boom, 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 boom. I was like, okay, that's why it's important because you're going to be faced at an indie show with a promoter that tells you to go out there and do something that you're mm -hmm. like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. But yeah, but is it who you're trying to be? And I'm not obviously telling them to go, you know, make all the promoters mad. But I think it's important to know who you are, what your character is and what they would do in every situation. So I need them to start like at, at the very beginning. And that's just answering these really foundational questions of, of who they are as a person and where they want their character to go. Well, and I think that the... Um you know, content you're talking about is you really can't put a price on that because for them to be get um, directed to start thinking this way this early, um, because what they're going to learn and and Jamie, I, I'm, I would imagine you probably have experienced similarly, but like it's a process like you're going to develop into that and their stuff you know god through all the iterations i mean i was jerk jackson i was big in japan bobby fish i was you know and none of them stuck you know but i had to go through that process to eventually get to what did and these students of yours are going to i'm sure go through a similar process um jamie you're probably in the midst of it as we speak um and what's actually going to stick it may be a deviation or it may be like a, a total 180, but having to think, having those questions posed to you from somebody um, this early in your career can only pay dividends down the road. Yeah. And especially we, you might be pretty similar to me, but like a lot of these guys are having these questions posed to them while they're still like learning roles and like learning yeah. punks and things like that like i remember my mentality right or wrong I, looking back is wrong but uh my mentality was like okay i'm gonna learn all these moves then i'm gonna learn how to wrestle then i'm gonna go out and wrestle these shows and then i'm gonna get my character and yeah, so yeah yeah for your first year or so you're just this you know most of the time just this white meat baby face yeah this clap and get everywhere you know we're mm. you pick him out of line he's the same as this guy that guy that guy that guy because they don't have a character they haven't thought about that all they're thinking about is getting uh the the drop kick right or the of you course. know the arm drag right or which has its spot in its place obviously but what we have found and i'm sure that you found that too what what separates that from any other indie guy 
what separates the, the guy that will stand up is his ability to tap into that character and connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. I, I think, uh, but some of that comes with also just your, you need a certain amount of repetitions. You do. And there is no substitute for those reps in front of a crowd. And that can be in front of a crowd of 10 people or 10,000 people with an opponent. And you kind of start to get that ebb and flow. And when you're doing that, like some of your character or whatever you want to call it starts to come out in those, um, in those opportunities where, okay, move. I'm in control. I got, you know, and instead of going to the next move, maybe something in the front row catches my eye and I go over and I talk some shit or something. Those are things that like, you know, you, until you start doing, you're not going to realize where they fit, uh, why they're important. And then honestly, like I'm just speaking from my experience. That's when I started to actually figure out who I was. Yes. Yes. You know, all the stuff that I pre- you know, and, and I think that that's not to downplay that because I think these questions that you're asking now to get them to start thinking that way, mm-hmm. if they're doing it this early, they may come to that experience way sooner. Yeah. Yeah. We want them to have these questions answered and at least have an idea of who they think that they want to be. So then when they're out in front of people, they know what to try out and they know what yeah. hits doesn't yeah um, and it might be like man i thought this was going to be the perfect character and it went out and it was the worst you know i'm gonna have to go right. back to the drawing board but same thing i totally agree like you can have a, a million practice matches at a facility or at a pc or whatever but nothing at all substitutes for going out in front of a paying crowd and an opponent mm-hmm. and learning on the job um mm-hmm. just like you know in the nfl it's like people don't just practice their entire career. They have to go out and play games and that's how they're graded and that's how they get better. You know, practice is where you can work on the fundamentals and things like that and try new things, try new plays, whatever. But Mm -hmm. the the true magic happens when you're out there and you're actually working. So, so one, something I said earlier today to the students is I was like, you know, our facility is where you learn how to wrestle, but when you go out into shows, that's where you learn how to work. So that's, that's the difference there. Yeah. yeah it's just it's it's go ahead i would say we i didn't use it but now i'm thinking about it i should you know those questions will evolve mm-hmm. yeah and i mean how many rounds of questions could mick Foley answer right like i should do one for each of his characters just for them to show sure. them like this sure. doesn't have to stay like you don't pick it said it and forget it like it evolves Um, it evolves that's the key yeah but we want them to start thinking about it now and then when we go into improv night which is the week before marketing night we ask them to to try and emulate their character in improv Mm -hmm. like okay let's think about like what are you trying are you are you trying to make me mad okay like that's what you told me last week so let's Mm -hmm. let's do that this week and maybe it doesn't come naturally and we need to rethink it maybe you're like oh it didn't feel good at all like uh, let's try, let's try something else next week. Okay. Let's do it. Like, this is where well, you make mistakes. I think that's what you're doing. And the students almost don't need to know the actual, um, like nuts and bolts of what's happening. 
they think they're coming up with their character that's going to be their character for the rest of their career. You know that it's going to evolve and it's going to change and it may be completely different, the one that makes them a million dollars as opposed to the one that they come up with today. But they've got to fail 10 times at the ones that they come up with and then just start to lose the inhibitions because that one that's awful that you look like an asshole in front of all your peers and now you've you know it's the worst day of your life but you release that fear of it and you're like okay well it can't be any worse than that so you know so i think you really it it's um it's trusting the process. It is trusting the process. And I love the fact that you guys got this process, man. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome yeah. to see. Yeah. And, and the, the week before improv, we do promo night, you know, where people can tr- come and try out a new character in different scenarios and cut their promo and things like that. And, you know, we, we encourage them to try something maybe different every week instead of coming yeah. with that promo every, every month, you know, just to right. like said, get everything out on paper and, and see what sticks and, and what doesn't. Yeah. You, you don't know what you like and what you don't like until you try it. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. You know what we got to do? I'm going to put everybody on the spot right now. We need to have a couple students on the podcast. Okay. I, I don't know. That's a good idea. Let's, I don't know. I don't let's... know who you, you didn't just put me on the spot by saying that, though. You just said you're going to put yeah. everybody on the spot. I like, wanted to make a broad statement. You're part I of the truth. I don't have Well, any, and don't if have you're putting everybody, like, I mean, you'd be putting them on the spot if you were like, yeah, go get them now. Yeah. I just, them right they, now. I just asked them a question. They could have been off put by, like, no, I'm not putting them on, my, on this shit Frank, show. Have you been drinking again today? It's no. past my bedtime. All right. Yeah, I got I got to work out in a couple hours. All of Frank's good thoughts have already been spent, so we're, we, <laughs> got, we just get we get the shit. We got B roll Frank tonight. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> yeah, we're that we get the JV Frank. No, they come on the show. We test them out. We you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so James. Right, goodbye, Jerk something. Jackson. <laughs> oh, Jesus, uh, you said. Um, <laughs> You said earlier today. So you had class today. Yes, sir. Um, share with us, if you will. Um, you know, just just a typical like what, like I'm gonna say a typical day in the House of, of Champions. But what was specifically like today? Is there anything that you could get into just to um, for anybody that's out there wondering? Like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for a school and I'm thinking about um, coming there. Yeah, absolutely. So it was it was a pretty special weekend for us because um, Keikoa and I were part of a show last night um, in Deltona, which is half hour, 45 minutes away. Yeah. And uh, we were able to come out and we were the heels and we came out with our army behind us, which was the entire uh, member, uh, the entire House of Champion members. Oh, cool. Oh, very cool. Oh. Which is how many? Uh, we had well, 15, well, we, we have 21 members, but we had 15 of them there with us last night. Okay, nice. That's so amazing. we did the whole, like, yeah. they, they lined the rows, like, like the Cena's at WrestleMania where they, we yeah. walked on the row and like, they were there, like our, our foot soldiers and 
we were able to come out in the main event and, and we all put the boots to the baby face and set up something mm. for a couple months from now. And it was, it was super cool. cool because some of these guys, it was the first time in front of a crowd, first time in an indie mm-hmm. show. You know, we've got some guys that have worked matches or, you know, been in the business for a couple of years, but other guys like their first time in a ring was with us four mm-hmm. months ago up until, you know, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So um, just to see, you know, the look on, on some of these guys' faces, how they just felt like it was WrestleMania for them. Yeah. And it, <laughs> oh, it's, it's super cool because, like, you know, we get jaded and we're like, oh, man, well, there's only 150 people here. You know what I mean? Like, it, mm. it's just so mm-hmm. dumb because we need to look at those kids and be like, oh, did you see how, like, that guy booed me? That was so cool. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, <laughs> yeah. I wish I still had that, like, childlike wrestling yeah. that they have. So it's, it's cool to kind of check yourself. Um, once in yes. a while that um so so we started class today going back to your question kind of going with going away or going with our takeaways um things that they learned being in the first like official indie show you know whether yeah. it's loading up the ring or setting chairs up or being backstage and you know it, it was a nice venue um it was like a a reception kind of venue like a ballroom type deal and okay. I was like, man, y'all don't know how good you have it because for my first year, I was wrestling in pole barns with dirt floors. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I was like, it ain't, you guys have it better than you think. And it ain't always going to be like this because it is the yeah. Indies. And this is the better half of the Indies. Yeah. Uh, so it, I it was, put over President Lincoln in my first match. <laughs> you said you were in the Civil War. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. The boys like know that. The boys oh, yeah. know that. We've talked about that. Yeah. Well, you, he's good. That's, <laughs> That's very kind of you to I do the job for all honest yes. Abe. <laughs> yes, right. I love it. I love it. But uh, yeah, so we went over that and just questions uh, about that. And then, um, so the way our classes are going to work now is we have uh, two hours for our intermediate slash advanced students who, you know, can do practice matches or who have already matches under their belt and they want to run, you know, advanced drills or getting ready for their first match. You're almost ready to go out there and start working shows. Um, So that'll be from like five to seven and then seven to nine will be our, our beginner classes to where they're still learning the roles and the bumps and the fundamentals, running the ropes, how to lock up chain wrestling, things like that. So um, we, we just really want to have a specialized two hours dedicated to each type of member. Um, so that's Mondays and Tuesdays um, from five okay. to seven, seven to nine. So we just announced we that just today. Announced so that. you're adding to the schedule. Yeah. So we're adding an extra hour and splitting up our members between intermediate and, okay. and, and or advanced and beginner. Okay. And then the idea I would assume is to get to feed new members in and you have established that beginner class, but then you're not, I don't want to say holding up the progress, but you know, it's kind of a way to describe if you do have, I mean, pro wrestling comes in phases and if you have ones that are ready to, you know, move to the next phase and then others that, you know, are not, um, yeah, it it can get a little bit, uh, difficult. Yeah. And, and we want to be a school that like listens to our members and wants feedback and things like that. And we were kind of getting the sense and we actually got some feedback that a lot of the advanced guys and gals, felt like they weren't getting the same reps because they had to wait for the guys to get the rolls down and get the bumps down. We're like, we don't want to, we don't want to hold you back, especially because, you know, you guys are paying to be here and we don't want to waste your time. So that's when we Mm kind of came together and decided to kind of split it up. So 
Um, the advanced will go first, and uh, the beginners are welcome to be at the class and, and watch the advanced. Sure. And then once and they should. Yeah, they, they should. should. Absolutely, and we encourage that. And then, so when the beginners go after the advanced class, the advanced can stay and work on things with the with the beginners if they wanted to join that mm -hmm. class. Yeah, well, that kind of puts the ball in their court um, exactly. as a, as a, a member. So, like it, I, I think it speaks to um, the quality of like, yeah, this is a good place. This isn't. They're not trying to, um, you know, jerk anybody's chain. Uh, they're not trying to get one over on anybody there. It's like, it's sincere and it's real. Um, and I think that that's not always the case in pro wrestling. So again, Something you we guys are being yeah. unique. Something we tell them actually right after the first class is we, Nick asks them, what's your goal? And then whatever they say, like, well, usually we try to challenge them a little bit more to go a little, shoot a little bit higher. People tend to undersell their goals, but um we said, well, that's ours. That's our goal too. Like now that's become ours. And that's what we want to get. Like, if you want to be WWE champion, all right, sign up. Like right. we're ready to do it. You want to be, cool. you know, the best indie wrestler in Florida. Cause you want to just do this on the weekends. We're in like, all that's right, cool. let's go. Yeah. So we want to make sure we're, we're doing right by them and what they're, they're working towards. Yep. And yeah. our memberships, they don't, they don't uh, expire. Like as long as you want to be with us, we want you to be with us. It's not a, three month or two month or even a year or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's a career long membership as long as you want, but it's also like a friendship and part of our family. We want you to mm -hmm. want to do life together. I will add, yeah. cause I don't know if we've told you this, Bobby is, you know, we got to 21. Another big reason we split the classes was 21 people in one class was a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, it was, it was too much. Um, not sure. that all of them were showing up at once, but it was, it, we were beginning to feel like, all right, we need to split. Yeah. Um, but we are going to cap our membership probably around 30. Uh, we okay. won't go above. So we have nine spots left just because mm -hmm. we do give a lot of personalized attention to every single wrestler. Like, that's mm -hmm. what we want to do, um, whether it's in the ring or we have staffed hours. So there's always someone coming in the office wanting to talk about marketing, social media. Mm -hmm. Um, we do office hours once a month where they get an hour of our time. They tell us what they want to talk about. Um, and we just, we don't want to get, have more than we can handle and serve appropriately. Mm -hmm. We'll probably cap around 30. Well, I mean, what it sounds like to me is that you guys are, um, focused on, you know, for lack of a better term, the customer service of this and, um, that to me says that like okay you guys are gonna grow and you have no choice but to grow but i i love the fact that right now you're seeing it as um okay this could be a problem so instead of like yeah well of course we want to grow because we need to make more money like you're seeing kind of the long game and go okay well if the quality's there it's gonna grow anyway mm -hmm. So I don't need to be grabbing all the money right now. You know, that's a short sale. That's a, that's short minded. You know, you guys, I, I love that you're, you're in it for the long game. Yeah. And we, you know, not only that, that's definitely a main aspect, but also like we want to have people that fit our culture and our atmosphere. And we've yeah. had people come in first timers that were like, we almost kind of didn't sell them as hard as sure. others because we're like, 
yeah, that's that's cool. But we just don't really feel like you would fit into this family and we don't want anybody coming in and ruining what we have. Not that they would, but. And I wouldn't say that the only thing that, that wouldn't fit really is just like if you if your heart's not in it, that's mm-hmm. really the only like qualifier I'd say is. Yeah. Do you really want this? Because we're going to like work our tail off to get you what yeah. you want. So you better really want it. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, I haven't been in the industry as long as I have. You're doing them a favor by forcing yeah. that on them. Because if you don't really want this, and you don't really love it. Like it's not worth the juice is not worth the screed the squeeze so to speak but if this is what you want to do it certainly is but you're gonna hear no a lot you're gonna get told things that hurt your feelings you gotta just learn to develop some thick skin and and soldier on absolutely and you know we we talk about you know we're inviting and welcoming people in and the family atmosphere uh, I don't want that to be misconstrued and think that like we're handing out participation trophies either because we are mm. still extremely hardworking and we demand excellence and greatness, which means trying things as hard as you can and to the best of your ability and just being a good soldier, showing up early, um, you know, staying late, whatever needs to be done mm. to get the work done and, and with a good positive attitude because we're not going to streamline people or fast track people just because they've been there long enough like a common saying for us is like we don't do things until we get them right we do them until we can't get them wrong so we mm-hmm. want to have that foundation we want to have the fundamentals we want to be 100 percent ready to go until we move on to the next thing number one because of safety we don't want somebody going out there and doing shows with you know doing moonsaults and things like that when they don't even know how to properly bump because yeah. that happens a lot on the indies it because really like, does. Oh, I'm so-and-so for three months. And so that means I'm yeah. ready to go. Um, and also we are trying to teach them life lessons as well in wrestling because yeah. wrestling's dumb and you can get heat for sneezing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stupid things that yep. I wish I was told when I first started out and I had to learn it, learn, learn it the hard way. You know, we're not mm-hmm. coddling these kids, but we're kind of putting an arm around them and saying, Hey, maybe you shouldn't, make mistake the same mistakes that i did here's a here's a few tips of the the trade here's some pro tips right um and also tough love there in in the house there's a lot of tough love and that's good because you know we we're not just all warm and fuzzy and cuddly you know uh and and also you know to to piggyback off of that you know when they go out to these shows they represent us they represent the house of Mm -hmm. champions and you know we we represent our faith you know we we represent christ so we want to live life the right way and we want our members to reflect that right yeah i i mean i'm all aboard for for all of that that was um the vibe i was going back to the vibe but that was uh that was what i picked up being there anytime i have been and um i don't i just don't see how you can go wrong if that's what you're leading with and i think you're uh i think i said it in something that i wrote um i think it might have been Something I wrote for you guys for the DDP. We're doing DDP Thursday. We are doing a DDP session Thursday. And I think it was something that I might have mentioned in that. But it was just the fact that you guys are. um, You're just doing it. You know, you're doing this business right. You're doing it in in the, the way that it needs to be put 
forward and you're, I don't want to come off like an old codger here, um, but you're like, you're, the tough love is there. So you're not coddling, but at the same time, there's some things from back in the day, you know, like, okay, well, we're going to break this guy's leg because, you know, we need to know that he is going to stick it out. I mean, that's what happened to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know, that's where, that's where Hulkamania came from, Frank. Yep. Brother. Broken leg. Um, yeah. So obviously those things have gone away for the most part in the industry. But I feel like that's a balance that you guys strike really well is that uh, you're not coddling these kids, but you are um, – you know, you're, you got to learn this shit ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we actually talked about it today in our meeting about how this next generation. Now I sound like an old guy about, <laughs> about how like they're, they're so a lot of them. There's a lot of entitlement. There's a lot of, yes, yes. there's a lot of, there's no delayed gratification. So like, I want it yesterday because I can get everything right now, you know, and yeah. I deserve everything right now. So yeah. we have to play to that because we are a business and we don't want to number one, not adapt with the times and because that's how businesses fail but we still want exactly. to we still want to keep our core, val- core values and our convictions and the way that we think that things should happen but just i guess with a a new age twist if that makes sense every generation thinks the next one's entitled of course. Of, course. So, of course yeah that's what we talked yeah. about we're like yeah like yeah. whether or not yeah. we agree with it like this is yeah. this is how it's how they're going to react mm-hmm. so we need yeah. to adapt Yep. Yeah. While still keeping well, our identity. Yes. Yeah. And it just becomes the truth. And you start to realize like, oh, okay, well, I'm in this new locker room. And like, it's not the locker room that I came up in. And I need to recognize that like, I'm almost, I'm the guest now. I'm the visitor. Because there's more of you than there are of me. <laughs> so I got to... Uh, yeah, I mean, you just got to get in line. And I don't even, I'm not even mad at it. Like just, you know, it, it's, it's the, the business has evolved. And if you aren't going to evolve, then you will cease to exist in the business. I'm telling you, man, I've never felt so old as when like you've got a bunch of 20 year olds as members and the stuff that they talk about. I'm like, first of all, what are y'all even talking about? <laughs> right. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I try to be hip. See, yeah, that's hip as I can be. <laughs> hip. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh man. All right. Well, um, so what is uh, what's upcoming for y'all at House of Champions at this point that you're excited about? We've got a a seminar with a guy you may have heard of <laughs> on September thirtieth. I swear, I, that wasn't a loaded question. I swear, I swear. Or maybe it was. It maybe was. It worked. Yeah. Frank our told. Second. Yeah, Frank said before we get on, he was like, you know, you got, you got to do this. Well, our second seminar, yes, <laughs> September thirtieth with you. Yes, one and only. Jerk Jackson, baby. <laughs> not, not, not for nothing. That was not a loaded question. Bobby forgot. He just. I did. <laughs> that's why we're here (laughs) yes i forget everything i have i did listen i remember ddp yoga well it's next thursday by the way not this thursday so don't show up this i mean you can show (laughs) up but okay yes september 30th i'm very excited to uh host mr bobby fish for our um second seminar we do them quarterly so that'll be a saturday and uh 
we've got tickets still on sale. So anybody who's uh, interested to come out and pick the brain of the genius, please. please so Frank, I th- Frank's going to be there. I'm coming down, baby. Coming down. All right, hey. Frank. Awesome. I expect to see you in your underwear. <laughs> My Lenny Pop will get up. <laughs> or that. I didn't know you had a Lenny Poffo get up. I'll find one. Yeah, that's cool. Just his his cap and gown from high school graduation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just as a little teaser, I'm going to put out there for the seminar. If there's anybody listening, like, um, so I will get into a number of different things. We will get into a number of different things. But one of the things that I would focus a bit on. is striking and as it pertains to pro wrestling um not what what i think some people think of is like oh okay well if your style is that like martial arts which is obviously mine and stuff but i think that there's still um an importance that needs to be paid to just you know um a a regular uh, you know a non-martial arts gimmick uh and the the um the importance of having a few really good strikes that look appropriate and look right. And like, there's just different ways that over 20 some odd years of doing this, that I've come to realize that like these things buy you time to do other things, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes in the, in, in wrestling, especially when we're walking and talking, and this is a part of the business that is, you know, it's evolved into like, you know, there's a lot less working going on in a lot more spots, but the need to be able to work is still there. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, proficiency when it comes to strikes, at, even if it's one or two that, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, they have to look good and that's different to each person, you know, but I just think they're so valuable. And, and the longer I've done this, the more I think that 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 is so. And so that'll be definitely part of what will be covered in the uh, in the seminar. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, yeah. Our members are excited. Yes, they are. So. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. That makes me so happy. I, and I'm, I'm excited about the, even the DDP thing. Like, I just I I can't wait to to yeah. teach. Uh, a class, you know, I've been doing it here for months. Um, and it's just pretty much me in the mirror. And I've been trying to con my wife and my 10 year old into doing a class with me, but man, my body needs this. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. My body feels so much better. It looks better too. Well, you know, Frank, I sent you those, um, pics. Oh boy. (laughs) And and you're like, Frank and I have a special relationship. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> but i i do i so trying to get this you know working on my certification with ddp yoga i've been doing i started i was doing it a good amount before anyway but like i mean i almost do it daily at this point um and i i am astonished at how much better my body feels with that being one of my main training modalities so do you still like go off of the the videos or do you create your own workouts or how does that work well so i've been sticking pretty close to the because of the training to get my certification for the level one it's a particular uh 
progression. So you can, you will be able to deviate from that once you have it. But I've been sticking pretty close to the vest with it because I just, I want to have my certification squared away. And, um, you know, part of it too, and this was something because I did some DDP yoga in a seminar that I did this weekend. And part of it too is like Dallas paid honor to many of the um, guys coming up when he was coming up. Like uh, I think anybody who knows yoga, there's a warrior stance, there's warrior position and he calls it road warrior. And road warrior is to harken back to Hawk and animal both, you know, passed away and it honors them. And some of the stuff, he has another thing where he has you flex and Hulk it up as Hogan. Right. And so I don't know when I was first exposed to it, I kind of like some of it felt a little goofy. Like it felt kind of, you know, well, it's kind of corny, but you know what? It's not, it's paying homage to those that came before us. And like the room that I'm going to be in on Thursday, next Thursday, <laughs> Renee was kind <laughs> enough to inform me of, um, <laughs> it, these are all people who love pro wrestling. So if you can't get down with that, then like, I don't know, maybe you're in the wrong room. And who am I? Or you got two words for him. (laughs) Where I thought he was going. That's right. That was mine too. (laughs) Well, and who am I to not do it the way that Dallas designed it? Mm -hmm. So like I do all the hook it up and I'm doing all of it because that's just, I'm not going to take his baby and make it something that's not. No. Yeah. No. Get ready. Jamie, because there's going to be ready, some poking it up. And... I'm going to do it too. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Nice. Oh, it'll yeah. be a the, uh, nice. yeah, gals will get a kick out of it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait, man. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it, and I truly do believe. And I and this is, I want to turn this into a DDP yoga infomercial, but I truly do believe that it, it will add years to to uh, guys Absolutely. and girls' careers, and. Um, yeah, I mean, we came from uh, no pain, no gain, and and obviously we know that that's 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 not a, a way for um, <laughs> to make a, a life a fruitful life. No. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, All right. We, we've got another. Oh yeah. Awesome thing that we've just uh, kind of uh-huh. dipped our toes into. That's mm-hmm. kind of Renee's baby, so I'll let her. This okay. is this is what my baby. Going on yeah. Here? Well, with the capping of the members, um, that does, from a business perspective, limit profitability a bit. Um, and I've had a, uh, an idea brewing since we started talking about this. And we've and a few people came out to our soft opening that really just wanted to play wrestler. And I don't blame yeah. them. Like, of course, like every kid yeah. has, like even me, like I watched it growing up. Every kid has that dream. Yeah getting in the ring and the amount of wrestlers that we've seen come through that they just kind of stand there when they see the ring and they're just in awe when they see it. Like, Oh yeah. my gosh, a wrestling ring. Like this is my, yeah. Dream. I would have been that and, way when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. I see this magic in their eyes and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like how can we, we got to do something. We gotta, like, mm. gotta do something. Um, so we're launching a, um, a program in September called RWE, the real wrestling experience. 
and it's going to be a three-hour course open to the public catered for uh, corporate team building groups, bachelor parties. Oh, that's awesome. Birthday parties. We have a church group, a small group coming in. Basically, any group, it's like a group activity um, right. uh, that's focused on team building and communication. We have our wrestlers running it because I'm a firm believer in you learn better when you teach it. Yeah. And they, um, they have run three trial runs so far and just have done amazing. Um, mm -hmm. The joy that we have seen on these people's faces because they're running a full match, guys. Like we take yeah. them. So, so how it works is basically we bring them in and we teach them how to, you know, get in the ring and the etiquette and things like that. We teach them a few strikes, a few very uh, low impact moves. Yeah, basically. We put them, we put them in a, a Royal Rumble type yeah. situation to where. Oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome! They get to have entrances. Like we have a whole wardrobe section. Yeah, nice. Their music, oh, man. their character, their moniker, you know, their, their nickname or whatever. They get to come out to that entrance. They get to, we, we put together the whole match and run through it. And then we film it. Mm -hmm. And then we get to send it off to them and things like that. Wow. That's yeah, we, wow. Have, we have the full entrance with lights, PA system, fog machine. Yeah. Like, I mean, like it's a full production yeah. for them. It's just a memory that they'll never wow. forget. And the quotes coming out of it have been so good. We had one girl that had never knew nothing about wrestling and left said, I just sure. have a whole new appreciation for wrestling. Like I, yeah. I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah. And then yeah. the last guy we had just a wrestling fiend his whole life. And he said, you helped me live out like I'm 49 yeah. years old and you helped me live out a dream I've had since I'm a kid. Yeah. So just for right. a day be a pro wrestler. Yeah. How, how can you not feel good about that? That's Somebody awesome. Says that to you. How do you not like go home feeling like, man, I, yeah, you know, life is good. It's it's so cool because it's one of the other things that like we didn't even foresee until mm -hmm. we're like, man, this would be yeah. cool. And we thought, well, yeah. I don't know, people people be into that, and then like just like she said, to see the the people having fun and like yeah, people that you wouldn't ever think that would have fun. You know, like the first time we had this, it was the girl, and she looked like you know she worked out but i mean she didn't look like a wrestling fan and she said she'd never watched right. wrestling before but she got in there and she had a, a pink cowboy hat and boas and <laughs> the time of her life like, right right really cool yeah so cool so yeah. we're really excited to launch that and get that going yep well i mean all i honestly all i can say to that is that you guys have just furthered the bar as the one of one <laughs> it's like a wrestling I mean, fantasy camp like baseball has wrestling baseball fantasy camp. that's what it is that's yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. i mean that's brilliant i it really i am is. blown away by how brilliant of an idea that is especially considering <laughs> that you're you know you're capping it so that the quality is still there mm -hmm. but you found a even and let's say this thing doesn't work and falls flat on its face at some point but you you came up with a, another like okay well we got to think outside the box here mm -hmm. yep. and like i just applaud that man Thank that's you. incredible we got Good this beautiful you. facility that isn't being used on fridays and saturdays so we're like yeah. well I know what happens on Fridays and Saturdays. There's a bunch of tourists in Orlando, Florida. Yep. So that's yes, it's true. <laughs> I mean, good. we want it to be on par with like an escape game or, yep. you know, the things, things like that. Yeah. Come to Orlando to do silly, fun things, shoot machine guns, flying helicopters, right. escape games. Like, why not be a wrestler for a day? It just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. That is such a great idea, man. I, I am blown away. I am floored. Yeah. I am floored by this. That is incredible, man. Well, you if y'all know anybody who'd be interested, send them our way. <laughs> Frank. Bobby, Bobby Frank might be interested there. in it. I'll be down in March of next year. So let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Bring uh, yeah. Rocco. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Frank has a Pop Tart up there. In the uh, <laughs> top box, there he's yeah. got a crush on L.A. Knight. On I wouldn't call it a crush. I mean, I would. Your wife? I, I would. I'd call it a crush. So we have a member um, that <laughs> all he does is just an L.A. Knight impersonation, and he's probably the guy that if if we were to bring a guy in the podcast, it'd be him. No, nope. that's uh, my guy. Yeah. It's so like, nice please. Yeah. All right, we gotta schedule this. We gotta schedule this. If you we need to, have, we all have like an L.A. Knight off. <laughs> yeah, well, Frank is our resident impersonator as well. Yeah. His, oh, his impersonations are awesome. Oh, freak out, freak out. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, case yeah. in point. Yep. <laughs> Not sure who that was. Could have been Andre, could have been Hogan. Who knows? <laughs> A little bit everybody. Hawk. For our school, like, we probably, how many times did they say, yeah? Like, uh, like uh, yeah. The, yeah. 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 I mean, the guy's over. And then oh, yeah, that's why, like some of the heat that like uh, the flack he's catching and, and it's like, it's such a unique experience to mm-hmm. get over. It's nobody can put a, a real like finger on it and go, Oh, this is exactly what it is. Yep. So if you're getting over, like how can anybody knock that? It's so nuanced yeah. to, to actually get there. So like, I just applaud the man. Um, you know, I, you know, Frank, Frank loves him. So I see that. Even though I don't like Frank, um, I can oh, still speaking. appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. So we'll have to get him on and y'all can go at it for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Making out, Frank. Yes. We want to see you and this student make out. Make out. I think my <laughs> wife might have a uh, issue with that. It's not a girl. I don't think you have to make out with the guy, Frank. It's I don't think that's prerequisite. You can. We're not going to judge you. It's up to you, Frank. Yeah. Come on. You get a participation (laughs) trophy. Let's cross that bridge when we get to it. How about that? We'll see how the mood is. He's handsome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. I've been there, so I may have seen the guy. You probably have. You, yeah. you have. Probably. Mm-hmm. 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 I've been trying to find him wow. a girlfriend. I think I found him one. Hey. <laughs> hey now, hey now. Frank's married, though. Frank's married. Aww. He's married. You know. He's married. <laughs> He's married. He's got a cute son, too. Cute yeah. daughter, also. Though, but yeah. Rocco, he uh, <laughs> he had a, what was that picture you sent me, Frank? He had the, the shark teeth. Uh, mouthpiece. <laughs> He's got the Bobby Fish uh, mouth guard. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You gotta shave his head. I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a sore subject. It's a sore subject. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, I, oh, you I, shaved I, his head? I, I, the, the wife wasn't. So I bring yeah. him to the barber. I said, hey, oh. can we just go high and tight? She goes, he goes back high and tight. There's gonna be some papers on the front on your on your desk. <laughs> 
That's bullshit because she can't do that that fast. It takes a while. <laughs> have you ever met my wife? No, but I've been divorced twice. Oh, well. No, but you <laughs> have. You've met your wife. <laughs> I have, yes, yes. I know what yeah. she's capable of. Yes. Okay. Well, that means that she's I think already, everyone she's already show. got the papers. <laughs> uh, All right. Happy yeah. Happy wife. Happy wife. Yeah. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Easy important. All right. Well, um, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank um, you. Our pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, you are so welcome. Anytime you uh, got more going on there, which I'm sure I, I just, I, I'm waiting to see what you're going to come up with next. Um, I really am blown away by the idea of that fan experience. Genius. And I, I already yeah, love awesome. the way that you're doing the school. Um, right down to the, I mean, it, you know, you guys talked about this the first day that I visited. You were like, this is the first place we looked at. Mm -hmm. We yeah. just, and if you ever see the place, like you're going to be like, um, what? Because it couldn't be any more perfect. No, it, for a wrestling for laps. Like it wasn't it was, on the market. It wasn't even on the market. It was just a total goddamn. This is meant to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No. He's got a plan. It's on his schedule, not ours. That's well, it. Well, I think uh, nothing but great stuff is to come for both of you. Um, I love you guys. You're 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 great people. Um, what you've done with the school so far um is a credit to the industry in my opinion Thank you. um i think you're doing you're doing wrestling right and um that's what this industry needs well we appreciate it sometimes we we wonder if we're doing it right so yeah. to, to have somebody being a business owner is you know it's up and down. Roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, thank you. For the kind yeah, words. No, that, that means a lot it. coming from you. Absolutely. You are on the ride, you know. So I love it. Um anything, uh any any um extra special stuff you gotta you'd like to mention before heading out? When are you wrestling again? So I will be in St. Louis on Saturday and Sunday for NWA seventy five. Nice, very nice. Very yeah, nice. we'll be in Nashville uh, the day after Monday and Tuesday um, oh. for TV tapings. Um, so tickets are still available for St. Louis uh, NWA seventy five. Just go to nwatixtix.com. So uh, okay. just get ready this week and tune it up for that, and it'll be a great weekend. Awesome! That sounds fantastic. Yeah. I am happy for you. Um, please tell uh, Kakoa we said hello. We. We missed him on this episode, but there's just not enough room on that screen there. He's got a big old head. Just too. enough room for you two. That's it. He's got what? He's got a big old head, so he just take up space. Yeah, and he's got cookies to make. Don't yeah. make those cookies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Frank wants to try. Pop-Tart wants to try one. Yep. Yoga and cookies. That sounds like a date. Yep, yoga and cookies. Frank, that's your new nickname, Pop Tart. I don't. Oh. It's not going away. I thought I thought you were going to say his new nickname was Yoga and Cookies because that would be even, <laughs> that'd be even better. Than do you like that name better? <laughs> I like that one. That one's better. I like that. I, I could do with that one. Yoga and cookies. Yoga and cookies. Okay. Well, nice. we'll have like to, Yogi and we'll look into we'll look into that copyright. <laughs> All right. Try to get some t-shirts right. made. All right. Well, you uh, you guys go enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much coming on man wishing thank nothing you. but the best thank uh, you yeah thank you guys so much love y'all and uh god bless
Yes. Thank sir. you. All Thank right. Thank you. Take it off, Dennis. We're, wait, oh, wait. Sorry. Yeah, we got to close it out. Okay. Yeah, we have like an, we have like an out in the show. Yeah, like, we have, right, right. I, you know, I fell asleep. <laughs> shocking. Shocking. I fell asleep shocking. for a second. Fuck it. I've had Frank. a long day. I've had Jesus. a long day. Frank, what do you got? The shirt that you're wearing, the shirt that I'm wearing, available right now on bobbyfishapparel.com. School's Ooh. back in session. Get your clothes, kids. Yeah. Good school clothes. Come on, Frank. Get your good you say school potato, clothes. You potato, I say potato. No, not, no. That's your this line. That's your show. line. That's your line, though. I'm not going to take your line. Yeah. Got to have the good school clothes. I got my good school clothes on right now. You smell, Frank. I do smell. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't you, tell. six? Yeah, right. I expect that insult coming from Rocco. You're so you smell. You smell. Yeah, well, you smell. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, well, your face smells like hot dogs. Hot dogs. All right. No. Listen, I. I I don't. I. I got nothing. Need to go. They don't. They don't want. They. They don't want to be exposed to this. No foolery. Foolishness. All right. We love it. We just jinxed. I did. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. All right. All right. Go Say good night, Bobby. Good night, Bobby. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>